0: Faith, Hope and Love, episode 362, the 25th of April, Anzac Day. 107 years ago today, soldiers from the Australian and New Zealand Army Corps landed at Gallipoli at dawn on this day in 1915, during World War I. This National Day of Remembrance honours the courage and the self-sacrifice of those who served in that campaign, and that war, and indeed all wars, and conflicts, and peacekeeping operations. We particularly recognise the sacrifice of the fallen. We commend them to God's eternal care. We also pray fervently for that peace and justice which they sought to defend and preserve. We pray that it will dwell richly in our land, in our world, and that God's peace and reverence will make a home in the hearts of every person in this world. This is Faith, Hope and Love.
1: Last years, though I made it, and now I understand, when I hold up my hand, you'll show me the way, today I arise, though I still bear the wounds, today I arise. From on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arrive.
0: Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord, let them rest from their labours, for their good deeds go with them. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome everyone. On this very special day in Australia and New Zealand, Anzac Day, we remember the heroism and courage of Australians and New Zealanders who sacrificed their lives in fields of battle. We remember all of the civilian victims of war as well. Their voices pierce the silence, echoing the longing of the psalmist for the day when justice will flourish and there will be fullness of peace for ever. And so, brothers and sisters, to begin this Holy Eucharist, let us acknowledge our sinfulness so as to worthily celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you raise the dead to life in the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the sinner. Christ, have mercy. You bring light to those in darkness. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty, everlasting God, who sent your Son to die that we might live, grant, we pray, eternal rest to those who gave themselves in service and sacrifice for their country. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen.
2: A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. their leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test, and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace, and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king for ever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The Word of the Lord.
0: Justice shall flourish in his time and fullness of peace for ever. O God, give your judgment to the King, to a King's Son your justice, that he may judge your people in justice and your poor in right judgment. May the mountains bring forth peace for the people and the hills justice. May he defend the poor of the people, and save the children of the needy. In his days justice shall flourish, and peace till the moon fails. He shall rule from sea to sea, from the great river to earth's bounds. For he shall save the poor when they cry, and the needy who are helpless. He will have pity on the weak, and save the lives of the poor. May his name be blessed for ever, and endure like the sun. Every tribe shall be blessed in him, all nations bless his name. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace for
2: ever. A reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Ephesians. In Christ Jesus, you that used to be so far apart from us have been brought very close by the blood of Christ. For he is the peace between us and has made the two into one and broken down the barrier which used to keep them apart, actually destroying in his own person the hostility caused by the rules and decrees of the law. This was to create one single new man in himself out of the two of them, and by restoring peace through the cross, to unite them both in a single body and reconcile them with God. In his own person, he killed the hostility. Later, he came to bring the good news of peace Peace to you who were far away, and peace to those who were near at hand. Through him, both of us have in the one Spirit our way to come to the Father. The Word of the Lord.
0: Alleluia! Alleluia! Happy are those who have died in the Lord. Let them rest from their labours, for their good deeds go with them. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Now the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I tell you most solemnly, unless a wheat grain falls on the ground and dies, it remains only a single grain. But if it dies, it yields a rich harvest. Anyone who loves his life loses it. Anyone who hates his life in this world will keep it for the eternal life. If a person serves me, they will follow me. Wherever I am, my servant will be there too. If anyone serves me, my father will honour him. Now my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? But it is for this very reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. A voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The Gospel of the Lord. Many who returned from serving in the wars often did not speak of their experiences. They were so deep, so indescribable. My grandfather fought in World War II, and uh, he was one of those who spoke very seldom of his experiences in the war. But when he did speak, everyone listened quietly, in awe, and in deep respect valuing every word, and hoping that nothing would happen to cut short his rare reflections. When these servicemen and women did speak of their experiences, it would astound and humble anyone who heard them. Today, we respect both their silence and their times of sharing, of whatever they did feel was important for us to know and to take to heart to never forget, lest past history be repeated or core principles be lost. Today and every year at this time, we willingly and gratefully pause to remember and pray. We give thanks for the countless men and women who served in time of war and who sacrificed everything for the sake of their families, their friends, their colleagues, their mates and their country and the freedom, the love, the friendship, peace and justice that lay behind their service and sacrifice. Over many decades now, there's been a conscious collecting of many of the recollections of those who lived through these times, to preserve their voices and message for future generations, long after they've gone to God. As the sharing of experience of a wide variety of people has been collected, it shows that even if two people had served in the same theatre of war at the same time, they could very well have different responses, varying reactions different perspectives and memories relating to the same situations each person brought their unique insight to the broader story anzac day is an opportunity to highlight the diversity of experiences and wisdom of these people as well as the similarities of experience both the differences and the similarities are important and instructive for example a helicopter pilot who served in the vietnam war his name is al bridges He shared his experience in the ANZAC online portal. He flew choppers and often came under fire as he and his colleagues were dropping off and picking up troops in helicopters in the midst of intense conflict as well as medical evacuations. In answer to this question, what would you like to tell the young people today? He says this, it would be nice to say that it's up to them to make sure we don't have wars in the future. They are absolutely terrible things. But I think that's being unrealistic. I just hope that none of you children will ever be involved in a war. Al is a humble man with a life of service. He didn't like war, but he put himself in harm's way over and over, doing his duty. In his retirement, Al chooses to spend his time educating visitors to the War Memorial about Australia's military history. In war and in life, Al Bridges, like so many others, is a wonderful role model, one of the countless peoples we remember this day. Today hinges on our ability not only to remember, but to remember well. When we gather in silent contemplation, what is it we should dwell on? Where should our minds and hearts go during the minute's silence? What must we avoid forgetting? From our Christian perspective, we hear the Lord's own words, No one has greater love than to lay down their life for their friend. So today we commemorate the ultimate sacrifice of those who served in times of war, those who risked life and limb and those who lost it for those they loved. We can't help but notice the echo of Christ's death on the cross in the death of all who give up their irreplaceable lives, defending and protecting their loved ones from real and frightening dangers. Today we remember the sacrifices and losses of war in order to respectfully remember those who paid that ultimate sacrifice in their lives and others paid the price of their health or peace of mind in the face of terrible aggression, assaults on human dignity and freedom. We also try to ensure future genocides, unjust wars, global atrocities and acts of national aggression do not take place remembrance today and days like this steals our commitment to peace and to justice by reminding us of the alternative which always comes at too high a price yes we ought to embody the virtues of courage and self-sacrifice and mateship and also out of respect for those who experience these indescribable realities of war we should also pay respect for those who experienced the horror the atrocity and the evil both of war itself and how nations like ourselves and its soldiers and peoples are drawn reluctantly into these conflicts throughout history in response to real threats to peace because of aggressive and toxic nationalism and countless acts of utter disregard for human rights and needs the world deeply wants to learn from past violence and destruction to avoid future repeats of it we know that familiar ode Age shall not weary them. That is, those men and women we have already lost, lest we forget the reason they died, the horrors they saw and suffered, and the horrors that they urgently fought to prevent if aggressors were to get the upper hand, fighting against the loss of values that underpin our very society. Also, we remember the effects of war on all who are still with us and still need us. We remember and pay our heartfelt thanks to all who gave their lives. We take strength from Christ, our risen Saviour, who gave his life so that we might all be saved and made forever citizens of that eternal and heavenly city, which is the epitome of peace and justice. We cherish and we gain hope from Christ's words, no greater love has a person than to lay down their life for a friend. We pray that all those who lost their lives are now resting in the eternal peace of Christ and that their sacrifices will not be in vain because we remember the lesson of what they fought for. There are many, many sacrifices that were made by those who served in time of war and those who serve now. As well as the sacrifice of their lives, there's also people who've lost their youth, their health, their emotional well-being. Those who came back injured in body, mind or spirit from their experiences. Anyone who in any way was affected by the horrors of war and its aftermath. We remember them too with profound respect. The human cost of war, that is, the human cost of people risking and often losing their life for defence of others and for the values we cherish, can never be adequately calculated and it cannot be repaid. The next generation, as with previous generations of young people, have taken up the torch of remembrance. It's an important torch to carry. We remember devoutly the cost of freedom and peace, which came at such an enormous price for so many brave men and women and their families and the communities they left behind. Our hearts break this year again as we've witnessed shocking, appalling acts of aggression on the world's sphere a terrible lack of respect for human life and dignity that people around the world have watched with horror in places such as the Ukraine. It can't help but bring back memories of generations of Australians and people around the world who have fought to stop acts of war and aggression and to see the terrible effects on cities and civilian populations, to see the elderly and women and children, including pregnant women, suffering horribly right in the middle of a war zone, which was their home, which was their their country, which was a place of peace. People of goodwill have rushed to decry these acts of terror and also rushed to protest in the strongest possible ways these acts of hatred and destruction, the arrogant and inhuman lack of concern for basic human life. It horrifies people of goodwill everywhere. We cry out today to the Lord. These acts of war and violence and destruction are intolerable. They're unjust and utterly wrong. We cry out for peace and respect and justice for your beloved people everywhere, Lord. We also pray that the hard lessons learned from previous conflicts and defences, the ultimate cost of life that occurred in repelling aggression, and the hard-won victory over that aggression, will not be forgotten. Not then, not now. We're united around the world with people praying and working for peace and an end to violence so that history does not repeat itself. We know the cost of that. It's too much. And we pray for our leaders and all those who are called to step forward in times of need and to make a real difference. Our prayer today and for the future is that peace, which only Christ can give the world, a peace and a love that quenches the all-too-real hatred and misunderstanding in this world, a love and a peace that banishes that which leads to enmity and violence. We long for this. Those who served prayed and struggled for it. We continue this prayer this year and every year, this special day and all days. May peace start in the hearts and minds of people everywhere. May the peace of God's kingdom one day soon put an end to all war and violence. In remembering and acknowledging the human cost of war and the price it's paid beyond telling of those who served, we not only remember them, but we commit ourselves to a world where the values they fought for are cherished, protected and remembered. We pray that God's reign of peace, justice, dignity of all human life and God's love will come in all its fullness and that the values of those who struggled and suffered for us will always and everywhere be respected, preserved and built up ever stronger. Today we recall the extraordinary poem of which a paragraph has become immortalised in The Ode, that poem written by Lawrence Binion in 1914, and captures the importance of remembering and commemorating this day. Elsewhere in that same poem, he writes a passage that echoes our belief that those who have made sacrifices in the service of others remain not only in our hearts and memories, but although hidden from sight, live on. In the everlasting life of God's kingdom, where there's true peace, no more suffering, no war, no pain, and their values live on in our hearts and memories too. Our constant prayer is that God's kingdom come, not only in heaven, but on earth, and that that peace and justice of God's kingdom will take hold and express itself more and more here on earth, and that the freedoms and values that our past generations have sacrificed absolutely everything for will be assured for all and forever. As Lawrence Binion wrote, Where our desires are and our hopes profound, felt as a wellspring that is hidden from sight, To the innermost heart of their own land they are known, as the stars are known to the night. As the stars that shall be bright when we are dust, moving in marches upon the heavenly plain, as the stars that are starry in the time of our darkness, to the end, to the end, they remain. We will remember them. On this ANZAC Remembrance Day, let us pray for our needs and the needs of the world.
2: Let us pray for peace in our world and in our hearts and homes. Lord, hear us. Let us pray for all the servicemen and women who served our nation with bravery and honour. Lord, hear us. Let us pray for those men and women who died in time of war, defending the freedom and people they loved. Lord, hear us. Let us pray for all those who have been injured or in any way physically or emotionally affected by war. Lord, hear us. Let us pray for those who presently serve in armed forces, that they may be protected and strengthened. Lord, hear us. Let us pray that the Anzac spirit of self-sacrifice, bravery and support may always live in the memories and hearts of all Australians. Lord, hear us.
0: We make all these prayers and the unspoken prayers deep in our heart. Through Christ the risen Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine... May we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant, O Heavenly Father, that the sacrifice of Christ, who laid down his life for his friends, may raise all those who have died in war to the victory of eternal life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended, and when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling place is made ready for them in heaven. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Greater love has no one than to lay down his life for his friends, says the Lord. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. For those who are able, please stand as we commemorate our fallen. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will Remember them. We will remember them. Lest we forget Let us pray By our communion with this sacrament, O Lord, grant us, we pray, fortitude in the cause of right. And may our remembrance of those who have died in war make us ardent defenders of your peace. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for celebrating this very important memorial for Australia and New Zealand. We do pray for peace in the world and in the hearts and minds of people everywhere and that we'll never forget the sacrifices made by those who fought for what was important in our society and in our world. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May the God of all consolation bless you, for in his unfathomable goodness he created the human race and in the resurrection of his only begotten Son, he has given believers the hope of rising again. To us who are alive, may God grant pardon for our sins, and to all the dead a place of light and peace. So may we live happily forever with Christ, whom we believe truly rose from the dead. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Go in peace.